You want to go ahead and talk? <laughs> Say, you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. No. Do it. No. Do it. <laughs> Say, you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> <laughs> This week on Word Bros, we talk to Emily Pearson. She is a comic book artist who currently has a book getting ready to come out for Black Mass Studios called The Wilds um, with writer Vita, Vita Ayala. Vita Ayala and colorist uh, Marissa Luis. That book is coming out on the 28th of February. Check that out. It's going to be hot. Um, Welcome back. It's 2018. It doesn't feel like it. It's For the word, bros. It's the first podcast of 2018. Oh, the first recorded podcast. We released an episode uh, last week. Oh, okay. Yes, but this is the first recording of word, bros, in the new year. I hope everyone had a safe and happy holidays. Yes, I do too. Um, Do you have any, before we get into uh, Emily, do you have any resolutions you're doing? Are you a resolution guy? No, I usually don't mess with New Year's resolutions. Do you? I want to get more books done this year. That's, that's, that, that's a resolution. That's part yeah. of my resolution. I have yeah. I have three, okay? Three of them. Okay, One of ahead. them I'm going to need your help with. I want to write 200 comic book pages this year. Okay. I think that's doable. We um, could do that, yeah? Yeah. That's like five a week. I don't think that. I already did three today, so I'm pretty stoked about that. I want to read 12 books. In a year? Okay, one, one a month. One a month. Uh, I picked 12, one a month, and I don't read much during the summer because the kids are home. Um, when I read more during school because I read in the car at like pickup and stuff like that. So a book a month. And then I would like to run 500 miles this year uh, on like the treadmill at the gym because I need to lose a little weight to get my cholesterol down. Okay. 500 Good. miles. I don't really have too many except for yeah I want to go I want to start running because uh, stopping smoking was good but now like that was last that was well, two years ago almost now um, so I wanted I wanted to do running too but I'm not a fan of running I've always hated running I, I, <laughs> I like to lift I like I go to the gym I want to get lift. your swole on bro yeah but I but I don't want to get like all blowed up like you know because because I'm part Italian so this is one thing about Italian genealogy that's really weird. Uh-huh. Like, if I'm going to lift, I'm going to get huge. If you're going to get swole, that's what will happen. Because right. my, like, my shoulders are still proof. I haven't lifted in years. My shoulders are still ginormous. Swole. You're swole, dude. You got it like that. See, I'm I just swole, swole. I just don't want to have man boobs. Like that's that's basically my fitness goal. Like people make fitness goals about what they want to do. I just don't want to have man boobs. I think it's pretty simple, you know? You mean like like 50-year-old man boobs or you mean like man Just boobs, man like, boobs in like general. Which waist man bo- boobs? Just in general. Just in general. I just oh, don't like want to have man boobs like, you know, like big fat man boobs. That's the only thing I don't want. Like that's my fitness goal. <laughs> I mean, I think it's pretty, pretty doable. I think you can do it. I just gotta, you know, I just gotta get my. But you have any man boobage now? I don't eh, see. there's a little bit. I'm telling, there's a little bit there. I need to, you know, there's a little, not not a lot, but there's enough where I'm like, yeah, you know what, you might want to start not being a fat idiot. So, <laughs> are you cutting ice cream out in the New Year's? That what happened? To no, Pops? oh, that's right, no dairy. I'm not eating dairy. Oh, okay, well, there's a good one. So Dairy's a gateway drug for me, man, because dairy equals ice cream, chocolate, and pizza, and those are three things that I need to stay away from. Wow. Yeah. Bobby so, with no pizza. That's crazy. I, I love pizza, but I got to do what's best. I got to get my cholesterol down, baby. I got to I gotta live a long time so we can make comic books forever. That's a long time. We could we could be like the, the like the two Stan Lees. Like 96 and still going to cons and forgetting everybody's Nine, name. 96 bucks. Young lady, Excelsior. <laughs> Ex- struggling, being like, somebody please print all books for God's sakes. <laughs> 
<laughs> We've been pitching comics for 50 years. <laughs> We've been sitting at tables for 50 years. If we know anything about the comics industry, it's so you ain't getting published, kid. <laughs> so, well, let's get to... Yeah, let's get to Emily. Uh, Emily Pearson, she is the artist for the Black Mass Studio books coming out in uh, the end of February called The Wilds. That's okay. There's a lot. There was a lot of whispering there. I wasn't sure what was happening. <laughs> I thought you were instantly regretting this decision. <laughs> this, uh, the power went out. Pull the pull the internet cord. Pull the internet cord. <laughs> I don't know what's happening to my computer machine. You're the only one that calls it a computer machine, so that's not accurate dialogue. Because it's, it's fun. <laughs> I, I enjoy calling it a computer Cause machine. Because like, you're like, it, like, dude, you have like a U Hefner smoking jacket on. Who the hell are you right now? That's, that's, that's a Star Trek. It's, it's a my Star Trek robe. I'm in South uh, Western Ohio. I'm in my basement, and it's really, really cold. It, yeah, it's cold here, too. So. I was going to wear my beanie, but then I said, no, it's, it's not that cold. We are talking today with uh, Emily Pearson. She has a book coming out soon from Black Mask Studios called The Wilds. Yes. With, yeah. With, with writer uh, Vita. Let, let's not kill her last name. Can you say her? Can you say her name for us, Emily? Is yeah. Vita? It's Vita Ayala. Vita Ayala. There you go. I knew I was as I was practicing the pronunciation upstairs when I was putting my daughter to bed, and she was like, "Daddy, what are you talking about?" I was like, "I'm just trying to practice this lady's name because I'm terrible at this kind of stuff." And then my daughter agreed with me. She said, you really are bad at this stuff. And I said, go to bed, kid. And then we laughed. <laughs> so, yeah, so, so this is very exciting for you. From what I understand on your Twitter feed, this is your first published work, yes? Yeah, it is. Um, I did a short with uh, Vaults back in October, but that was just kind of a promotion thing. So this is the first book I have out. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thanks. Now, how does, how does that feel to be a uh, published comic book artist (laughs) it's really great like you know it's it's just kind of a dream job for me and it's what i've been working at for a while so it's great that i finally get to work on something that people are actually gonna read (laughs) you make it sound like you've worked on a lot of things that no one's ever read is what that that's what i got from that statement right there yeah i've worked on a lot of uh pitches for a very long time that have just gotten lost <laughs> throughout oh, yes. the internet. I mean, how many how many pitches do you think you've done before you got this success? Oh gosh. Uh, maybe maybe around ten to fifteen. Oh well, okay. Yeah. All right. That's 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 not I mean that's I was expecting a number in like the hundreds, but ten to fifteen, I mean, that's not <laughs> terrible. I mean it could be worse, you know, you could be someone who never gets that break. So that's really awesome. Definitely. So tell us, um, I loved, I haven't read the book yet because it's not out, uh, but I, I love the design work on it. And I have to say the main character's design is fantastic. That bandana she wears across her face is, is very cool and menacing at the same time. Where did the inspiration come for, for that thing? So I, that's actually interesting. I, um, on the side, I like to just do like general concept art for the fun. For, for the fun, for fun. <laughs> um, and so uh, I had this, this, you know, bandana for a while that had a skull on it and had all these different like black and white lines through it. I just didn't have anything to put it to. Um, and when I was working with Vita, uh, we were going over character descriptions and uh, our main character, Daisy, was described wearing a bandana that she sometimes put up against like over her mouth, so it's like, oh, it's perfect. <laughs> I'd be really fun to draw for this. So yeah, it ended up fitting pretty, fitting pretty well. It's a really strong design. Uh, tell me, what is the book about? Like, uh, that's what like, I was going to write. Like, at. what is the general premise of the? Give me the elevator pitch. You got ten seconds. Go. Oh man, <laughs> the pressure's on. We're sorry, Emily. We do this. It's okay. Um, so the book is. Uh, it's 
it's a bit of a zombie book and it's a bit of a horror and you know apocalypse it's um it's 10 years after this sort of um plague it's like a contagion story so it's 10 years after this plague happens uh people start getting infected and then they start going crazy and getting plants out of their skin. Mm. Um, and so, uh, yeah, the story takes place 10 years after that and it's centered around a main character named Daisy Walker. And she works at a compound where she has their own car and she runs back and forth trading supplies with people and salvaging goods and all that different stuff. Um, and then her her partner Heather goes missing, so she has to go and find her. Okay. And you said and you said part of the uh, I guess the the plague or the disease that runs through the 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 I guess the world would be like you said plant life growing out of their skin. Yeah. Yeah. So is that, like so is that fun to draw? Oh my no. gosh. <laughs> like I don't. I'm a big fan of like drawing zombies because it's. I feel like there's not a lot of like creativity I can bring a lot to mm-hmm. now. Like I can choose like all these different plants I want to draw and like how it will fit different like looking characters. So yeah, it's um it's a it's an infection that grows out of out of people's skin and it can be any sort of plants. Um I've drawn a bunch of different ones. I think I think our colorists Marissa is really into plants as well, so it's something fun to color. Um, yeah, so we've just been like talking about different ideas. Vita recently started a Pinterest for floral horror. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. So, so uh, oh, go ahead, is Kev. It coincidence that your main character's name is Daisy when you have a <laughs> yeah, actually, it's weird because um. Daisy ended up, we ended up coming up with the idea for the abominations uh, after, after she was named. So it kind of fit perfectly. That's awesome. I just was like, oh, that's really cool. Her name's Daisy and plants grow out of people. That is, that is honestly the first thing I thought about. I was like, that's, that's creative, but it seemed like it happened completely by accident. And that's, it's just lovely when things work out that way. Yeah. (laughs) For sure. Now, now, how did you get hooked up with this project? Like, um, were you actively seeking pitches, something like that? Like, how, how did this come about? A little bit of both. Uh, Vita and I were following each other on Twitter. Um, I think we kind of briefly talked to each other just over replies and stuff like that. And um, I think Vita actually, she actually messaged me on Twitter one day thinking I was another artist she met at a convention. I was like, that's, that's not me, but I'm cool too. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. Yeah. We, we ended up talking to each other a little bit, um, eventually about doing a project together and different pitches. So this is kind of the story that we were both the most into. That's fantastic. Now, how much input did you put into the actual story or like, were you guys exchanging ideas back and forth? Was it kind of like a, did it come together kind of all on her end and then you just kind of did the character designs? Yeah. So, um, Vita had a lot of the story already laid out. Um, so there's just a kind of general, you know, vision for the story and what, Vita was trying to say with it was already lined up. Um, so there's this one day where they asked me what I wanted to draw. So I was just like, oh, I might be interested in doing something like mutations. Like I'm really, I'm really like messed up and I like drawing like really grotesque stuff. So it might be fun to draw um, something like that. And then we started talking about this whole idea for the abominations. So that's something we really came up with together. And yeah, it's a lot of what happens is Vita would talk about an idea and I would sketch out some stuff and we would go back and forth with that. So it's really nice. That's awesome. And the this book power of comics is pretty awesome. Yeah, dude. I mean, that's the whole, that's the beauty of the medium. It's not just like, it's not someone browbeating you or beating you over the head with a script. It's, it's, it's really when comics works at its best, it's, it's, 
it's truly like a, a ideas come together you know, through different avenues, through different people. It's like, it's like a game of tennis, really. Like I hit the ball to you, you hit it back and it changes as it goes and hopefully for the better. So that's fantastic. Now let me ask you this question. You're This book is coming out through Black Mask. Black Mask is hot. They got a lot of buzz. Like, do you feel any pressure from like, from the weight of their kind of catalog to come out and just smash right out of the, right out of the gates? <laughs> it's like, it's the most, the most pressure. Um, <laughs> Recently, I'm going to butcher his name, so I'm sorry about this, but Eric Sawadsky, who just, he uh, he's working on a project right now called Eternal. Okay. Um, is this Viking story? He just showed me, like, his, like, whole first, his, I mean, it's, this is the whole, like, comic, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, like, what have I gotten myself into? This is, <laughs> this is amazing work. That's the Eternal is the the book about the Shield Maidens, right? Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. I mean, Black Mask. I mean, they got some heavy hitters over there, dude. And like Matt Rosenberg, it's got to be very kind of nerve wracking, I guess. This is your first published gig. Like, are you feeling a little bit of the pressure? Is it getting to you? You're starting to crack. <laughs> it's it's definitely pressure. I mean, like Vita's, Vita's had experience like doing stuff with Black Mask before, so I don't have to worry too much about it. Like, I just just do whatever Vita tells me to do. <laughs> but yeah, Black Mask makes just amazing comic books. So it's it's really like it's really intimidating to be up there with everyone. But I mean, it's also going to make you feel kind of vindicated that that you and your work is there with all these other people and all these other great books. So I mean, take that as like a as like a yes, I'm great kind of moment and enjoy that for a second, you know. Yeah, for sure. Plus now, the doors open if you ever want to try and pitch them something else. There. Yeah. 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 Definitely. I've been. Uh, we've been working with Matt Pizzolo right now for the Wilds, and he's he's just one of the nicest people. That's awesome. It's good so, to hear that there are nice folks in this industry, and 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 there are people that are willing to kind of nurture talent. So we can ask a general question now. Why comics? Why did you decide you wanted to draw comics instead of do commercial art or something else? What made you want to go to sequential art and storytelling? What was what was the drive there? How'd you so, get there? Yes. Yeah, I've been. I was. I was reading comics for a while, and I was drawing for a while, and I was just kind of trying to figure out what kind of art I wanted, like area of art I wanted to get into. Um, for a while, I considered doing maybe something like concept art or just general illustration or something like that. Um, and then it's like. It's this weird feeling when you like start drawing comics and it's just like, oh, everything that is like easy about drawing and that I like about drawing is in comics and though it's like, you know, sometimes like you simplify stuff so and do storytelling and um with comics you draw a lot of characters and stuff like that. So that's it's just a lot of stuff that I was interested in drawing and that I drew for fun matched up well with comics and you know, I was just obsessed with comic books. <laughs> well, what comic books, for example, were you obsessed with? What was what, what were you reading at the time that made you go, "This is surely what I want to do with art." Surely, surely, yeah. <laughs> certainly, what I wanted to do with art. Is that better? Um, Obviously, should I, should I? I need a different adjective. I don't know. I like sure. I like surely. I thought it was fun. Yeah. I was into okay. it. Uh, I thought I thought I was making. I thought you were making fun of me. No, I was having fun with the question. I I enjoyed it. Surely. <laughs> Surely. <laughs> um, well, I was I was surely into Nightwing. <laughs> I was yeah I was reading um Devin Grayson's Nightwing run for a very long time. That was like the big comic for me that like made me really interested in comics and making comics and everything like that. Um, I think I think I was reading Fables as well. Ah yes wow. okay. Yeah so. It was like, it was just a bunch of new comics that I was like, kind of getting into, and I was also reading a lot more creator-owned stuff, and it was, it was definitely inspired me to start taking a different direction and start getting into comics with my art. I dig it. Now, like, so you've done 15 pitches. Uh, I'm sure as an artist, you've been bombarded with ideas and and kind of, uh, I, I guess, because people have to, as a writer, because Kevin and I are both writers, we have to pitch artists our ideas as well. So, like, is there stuff that you've just kind of 
walked away from free and clear? You kind of washed your hands with, is it a certain kind of thing you're looking for with the work that you want to do? Uh, after the, the, the comics done stuff like that, or like, or just the pitch. Like if a writer comes to you and says, Hey, I want to do this book with you. Like, here's my idea. Like, what does it take for Emily, Emily Pearson to be like, no, nah, I'm good. No, nah, man. I'm not. <laughs> like, That's what said. That shit's wax on. I'm out. And like, so. <laughs> oh gosh, she would be surprised. <laughs> it's like, I don't, I don't want to like out anyone. No, you don't use, we're not we're asking for names. Specific ones, but um, there's just some ideas that people come to you and it's just like, I don't, I don't know why you want to work on something like this. It's <laughs> the in the world. And it's not like, it's not like trying to be silly either. It's just like, it's just, they're so passionate about it. <laughs> so it's, there's some ideas that I'm, I'm just not super interested in. Um, and then there's sometimes when people get really, really attached to an idea and they're like, I'm absolutely sure this is going to get published. <laughs> Only pitch it to one company, but I'm absolutely sure. And it's like, okay, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if that's what you want to do. <laughs> so, so you turned away quite a few uh, writer pitches in your time in that 10 yeah. to 15 range. I think I think every artist has gone through that experience of. Oh, yeah, that's why we, I guess that's part of the reason why we asked because um because basically what we're trying to do here is provide like. I want to figure out why no one wants to draw my idea about a flat Earth comic. Like, why doesn't anybody want to do it? I, I told you that idea is never gonna fly. <laughs> flat Earth comic. Flat Earth comic. I mean, conspiracy. Earth is not square. Do you see? Do you see pictures of Earth from space, bro? That's flat. All right. If you say so, I'm, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you ride with that one. <laughs> I'm not gonna try and convince you otherwise at this present time. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's it's. You'd be surprised. It's flat Earth is nothing. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, I can tell you after the call. I don't want to. I don't want to embarrass anyone. That my. <laughs> we've had some. It makes sense. It makes sense. Ideas ourselves. So. Oh yeah, we've had some some pretty uh some pretty good screamers. Yeah. You're talking to two guys who wrote a comic about Elvis kung fu fighting alien. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like that's that's awesome though. Like, <laughs> there's, there's like a difference. <laughs> it's awesomely dumb, yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My boyfriend will like talk to me about comics, and he'll want to like do different stuff. Like he has this idea that he. He, I love it, but he thinks it's the stupidest scene in the world where it's, um, he wants to name it Rad Dad Return to Baghdad. <laughs> what? <laughs> what now? You said that too fast. Rad Dad Return to Baghdad. <laughs> Rad Dad Return to Baghdad. Now tell me what this is about, Rag. Tell me what Rad Dad Returns to Baghdad is about. <laughs> it's <laughs> essentially a story about, um, about a dad that, that that's, that has like um, cybernetic parts to him and goes to Baghdad to save his kids from huh. from like it's just so ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like an eighties movie, so that's it kind does. of it, yeah, it does. It sounds like if you took like every Liam Neeson movie recently <laughs> and made him a robot and sent him to Baghdad. With Arnold Schwarzenegger as his sidekick. Yeah. You know what? Somebody may pick that up, so you might want to get on that. Yeah, I, wow, I, I, we're going to Baghdad. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm a hundred percent interested in that comic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, the, I, I say, do it. I mean, you, you got to put that. The silly stuff that we do is usually because we did something serious beforehand. So that's probably why. Like, I could say that for us, we get. It's a palate. It's a palate cleanser. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So we do something really dumb afterwards, and then the really dumb stuff makes us cry with laughter because um, this idea that Bobby had on the way back from a con, he calls me because I'm the only one awake at five o'clock in the morning because of my day job. <laughs> He's like, sharks like metal. Yeah. That's where it started. And then by the time the idea is done, I'm tearing, crying in the car. He's crying in the car while driving. He's like, he's like, oh God, we got to stop. I'm laughing too hard. It was a, it was a good way to spend a 10 hour drive was to talk, to, to pitch ideas back and forth about uh, a, a metal shark. Uh, so. I don't, I think there needs to be more, more metal shark comics. <laughs> <laughs> the whole, <laughs> it's 
there's just not enough silly comics out there right now. Like, I see, like, tons and tons of, like, you know, you know, crime comics or sci-fi comics, but there's no, like, Metal Shark comics. Well, we'll hopefully we'll, in 2018 we'll change that. We're there working on it now. It's in the yeah. process. It's in the process. <laughs> we can't, we got to keep it hush-hush. We can't tell you too much what it's about. We don't want anybody stealing our golden idea. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! So uh, so what what we'll do is uh, Emily will uh, will notch you down for a pinup or something if this thing goes live, <laughs> if it goes jumping off. So you got this thing coming out. When does the book hit stores? When does the Wild from Black Mask Studios hit stores? When can I go out and buy this book? <laughs> so it's um coming into comic book stores on February twenty eighth. Okay, uh, and then the final order cut. I'm not sure. If- this is gonna air past the time. <laughs> It'll be this will be next this be this next. will be next uh Tuesday. I'm gonna change the release dates to Tuesdays. So yeah, this will be out next Tuesday. It used to be Thursday. The final order cut is uh yesterday then. So, ah! <laughs> so I it's, I mean it's it's totally fine. People have had a very long time to pre order it, so if you want to pre-order the second issue, you can do that too. Yeah, the pre-order. Yeah. I mean, because like you spend so much time as a creator, like pumping your 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 diamond code and get it out there, and people got to see this. But then, what you don't remember, what you don't kind of, you kind of forget that, like, oh, I got to do this all again next month, and the month yeah. after that until this book is done, and then I got to pump the trade. It's a lot of work, man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's like um, it's just like every time, like, oh, okay, we've we've we're done promoting this. It's like, it's like the next, uh, the pre-orders for the second issue are already out. Yeah. <laughs> FSC isn't done yet for the first. <laughs> well, so it's like, it's a completely new world to me. Um, oh, they, I'm so lucky I have Vita. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I would do without them. Don't let her say it. Don't say it too much. Cause then she's going to get a big head about it and be like, yeah, this is all me. I made her saga. It's, <laughs> uh, it's completely true. Though. No, you're you're not doing any of this right. You're being too modest. She's very modest. I know. Modest. I, I I would I would I would say don't listen to Bob. Yeah, no one no one really does. To be I mean, fair, people do, but but my but, kids because they have to. <laughs> That's it. Dissentingly, apparently. Yes. So okay. I'm sure I'm sure you're uh, I'm sure you're sick of hearing this question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. So what's next? <laughs> um, oh my gosh, I have a lot of things. In my- <laughs> That's <laughs> good. Yeah, um, I'm doing I'm doing one project with Pat Shand right now, who is he works currently on Destiny NY, which is a great comic. Okay, right. didn't we have him on the show? No, we didn't have Pat on the show, but uh, you know him through Hoyt. That's okay. Yeah, he yeah. Backed yeah. His Kickstarter. Friend of a friend. Friend of a friend. Okay, all right. Yeah, Pat's great. Um, <clears throat> So yeah, I'm doing something with Pat pretty soon. Um, and then after that, I might be doing something with uh, with uh, my friend Erica Schultz, who's a comics writer. Okay, right. That's because she did Squirrel, Squirrel Girl, right? No, that's no? um, it's a different Erica. That's oh. a. We can edit that out. We're 0 for 2 on these uh, <laughs> I know those people things. I think I know Erica. She Erica is friends with Eric Palicki, um, I believe. Yeah. Okay. Eric Palicki is also a super cool person. Yes, we've had – I know for a fact we've had Eric on the show because Kevin's computer took eight years to update, and I had to talk to Eric all by myself, which is fine because I know him anyway, so it's not a super big deal. But it was really yeah. funny because Kevin came in at the end of the interview. He was like, hey, I'm here. And I was like, yeah, we're done, dude. What are you – Yeah, that's what happened. That's yep. exactly what happened. Yep. My computer yeah, it, was uh, it did. Uh, she's doing Charmed right now. Oh, for, that's cool. Okay, that's great. I used to love that TV show. That was a great show. <laughs> yeah, I remember I was having a, a conversation with her on the phone about it, and I was just like, "Did you know Charmed before? Like before you started working on it? Because I've never heard of this before." And really? Like, yeah, she's like, "Yeah, I absolutely knew Charmed." Like, I, she's talking about how she like watched in college and like. It's just, it's funny because Erica's about, um, she's about like, oh, she's actually about 20 years older than me. <laughs> um, she just, 
I think I constantly upset her by her realizing how young I am in comparison. <laughs> that happens in comics because Ricardo's a lot younger than me. And when we would try and talk, I would try and give him a culture. A pop, all right, this pop culture reference, he'd be like, uh, no clue. I go, you're kidding, right? He goes, nope. Don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, Damn, you're making me feel old. I mean, it happens sometimes. And I mean, that's why when you were saying you've done like, you've been doing pitches for a long time, you 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 look like you're like 20, like yeah. fresh fresh out of college. <laughs> yeah, like I was, I, it's just, it's funny because um, cause I'm, I'm 21, so I was born in 96. Oh, Jesus. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so Eric was talking one time, she was doing a, she took an art class in like 96 or 97 or something. She's like, she's like, yeah, I took an art history class during that time. It's like, I, I was like, yeah, I was, I was learning how to talk. <laughs> <laughs> you sound so, like a real, you know what? I really liked you until you said that. You sound like a real pain in the ass. <laughs> you know what? This, this interview's over. I'm done with this. This kid don't know nothing about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, it happens because, I mean, you know, you got to try to find common ground, you know, Kevin and I being of our advanced age <laughs> um, and you being so young and naive and thinking, you know, everything, these millennials just ruining everything for everybody. It's awesome because because it it's just shows that comics appeal to people of all ages. Yeah. So that's what you have to think about. I mean, it doesn't matter what your age is. You're gonna there's something out there for everybody, and I think that that's what a lot of people who are complaining about comics miss. Like they're yeah. they're, they're they're cursing the darkness instead of holding a candle. Yeah, I would I would totally make a Rocky Four reference, but I don't think she'd get it because you know that movie came out in '87, <laughs> so she ain't gonna get she ain't gonna get a Rocky Four reference. You can you can, you can do the Rocky Four reference. I might get it. Was it was it gonna be a, the speech at the end of Rocky Four after he beats Drago and he's like, you know, uh, I can change, we can change, we all can change, kind of thing. But you know, it's lost. It's lost. It's lost in the annals of time. So yeah. So I mean, but that's crazy. You're 21 years old, and you've got a book coming out for Black Mac Studios. I mean, that's a hell of an accomplishment. That's fantastic. Like that deserves kudos just because you're 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 just uh you're 21 years old, and you kind of already know what you want to do with your life. That's amazing, right? (laughs) Like that's awesome. Yeah. That at 21, I would be doing so much better today. Yeah, I definitely, I've, I mean, I've been wanting to do comics since I was like 15 or 16, so. Oh, wow. So, I mean, just, I've been, I've known for a while, this is like what I'm into. So, I, I don't know. I just, I just got really, really into it and started trying to make it happen. That's all. I mean, but that's the way to do it. If you want to do it, you got to do it. And I mean, and, and there are points in my life where I've really felt like this is kind of, a young, a young person's business, my man. Cause if you don't have like, you know, you don't have things, you got to, as much stuff to worry about, uh, you know, like kids and shit like that. And you can well, really yeah, kind you of can live focus. In your yeah. And do comics. Like, yeah. I'm not saying that you live in your parents' basement. I didn't want to try not, to insult no, the no, girl no, for God's sake. <laughs> now we just sound like the two oldest dicks in the whole wide world. Now I feel like the two old hecklers yeah. on the Muppet show. Yeah. Like, we're fucking. <laughs> Now I feel like the two old guys. Like, oh, well, you could live in your parents' basement. <laughs> and I don't mean it like that. I mean it like no, but I know what you're saying. Yeah, I would have done that. I'd have been like, oh, whatever, man. I'm gonna just make comics from my parents' basement because I can. I was too busy going to college like an idiot, get, getting a history degree like a moron. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I didn't go to college, and I'm kind of, I'm kind of very happy for it. <laughs> I wanted to go to an art college and those are so incredibly expensive. So yes. like, I mean, I don't know. I'd rather try to do it like without having all the, you know, fancy skill or whatever that is, you know? See, but that's a great way to go about it because as opposed to sitting in a classroom and trying to figure it out, you're just doing it, which, and I mean, to great success. That's fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Were there any books you read or anything that helped you along to to figure out how to do more, you know, comic style art or like how to pace or how to do your pages or anything like that that you could recommend to artists out there? Um, I I haven't read a lot of comic books. I have actually I have one right 
here if I can find it. Oh, I just meant books like in general, like art books or anything, because usually artists like they they like a certain book or something help them improve their skills is what I was talking. Yeah, I think I you can pause it, um, but um, I have a a couple books. I think uh, it's one called Vanishing Point. Yeah, I know which one you're. I, I think I know yeah. which one. That's that's like just such a good perspective point <laughs> book. Like I just I perspective of something is that I like struggled with for a pretty long time, so that was very helpful. Um, there's one that's also if you're into coloring or lettering, the DC Comics Guide to Colors and Letters or something mm -hmm. is really good. Um, those are the only ones comics related that I've gotten. I've I've kind of just mostly, I think the best way to do it if you're looking to like learn how to draw comics is find some samples and start practicing that way and, and drawing different um, scripts because there's there's a lot of different scripts available on the internet and you can just kind of get practice that way. And it's, it's really the fastest way to do it. <laughs> That's awesome. That's that's sound advice. And then you can kind of learn on your own and figure things out. And that's fantastic. Yeah, for sure. Because it's, it's, there's also a difference of like working off someone else's script versus writing your own comic book. Because I feel like if you make your own comic book, you can kind of just like be like, oh, I don't really like to draw horses. So I'm not going to write <laughs> You know what? To be fair, nobody likes to draw horses. Nobody. Everybody hates drawing horses. <laughs> Man, I, there's just such big beef with horses and like comic book artist community. Like, I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> there really is, cause I, cause I did a western, and so I did the first thing I decided I was gonna do is a fantasy western, and and uh, mm -hmm. he didn't say no horses, but I started looking like when I started asking before I had worked with him, I started asking people about drawing a western comic. I'm like, nope, no horses. I don't want to draw oh. horses. Drawing horses. Horses, horses and cars. And so I decided that I had to take the horses out. So that's why there's no horses on those ground. Because I was like, if I take the horses out, someone will want to draw it. And that's the sticking point, you know. The sticking point's horses. So. Well, I mean, that's why with Mike Mignola with uh, Hellboy, he wanted to do that because he knew there'd be no cars in hell. Because he hated drawing cars. Like, if you look at his Batman stories and stuff, there's no cars around because he hated it. And he's like, this is a great – that's why he would stick them in, like, graveyards and shit like that because there's never any cars around. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. I I love drawing cars. Um, it's it's like they're just fun and like weird looking, but I can totally understand. Like, it's one of those things that like I think because the comic book artist will have to draw a car eventually. <laughs> they have to draw everything, so that's not if you put not if your main character is a demon from hell uh, fighting <laughs> Nazis, then you won't have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, my main character for this is like she she uses the car like every like every couple of pages so <laughs> i mean I feel like drawing it for sure now when you now this story takes place in a, a post-apocalyptic setting like did you have any kind of um i guess influences from cinema or from other comics about your post-apocalyptic world or you just kind of freehand everything as you went yeah i um i've been like I play like a lot of video games and I read a lot of books and stuff like that. So, I mean, uh, I'm not sure if Fallout, if you guys have ever played that before. I have indeed. I'm not that old. I'm not that, I'm not that old. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure if you guys are interested, you play video games or not, but um, Fallout was definitely one of the biggest ones for me. Uh, the the road and um, it's a kind of. I love, love the road. I do too. It's a dad yeah. movie. It's a great. It's that movie is so fucking intense. Like that movie oh makes God. me cry every time I watch it. It's I too. Oh, I thought you said it's a dad movie. It is. It's a dad movie. Oh, you did. Okay. Yeah, it's totally a dad movie because mm -hmm. like every time I like, I, I have custody of my boy, so every time I watch it and he's talking to his boy about stuff and trying to like be like you can't be nice to everybody and everything like that. I'm like, God, I feel so curmudgeon this old when I tell him stuff like that. It's but the movie's so heavy. Like it, it took is. it took my wife and I this was when Netflix was sending you DVDs and you can send it back whenever you wanted to. It took my wife and I six months to watch that movie because we're just like, oh my God, I can't fucking deal with it. Like I would just watch it and like I would just just 
be overcome with grief and sadness. Like, yeah, I'm good. And then I, I it was, it was awful, but it's That's so cool fucking fantastic. Thing, it, it does capture a lot of the stuff he writes about. Like if you ever read another, like the I book is brilliant. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. He's a brilliant writer. Yeah. Uh, it's just a very, it feels like, like you can tell he had something to do with it. If he is an executive producer or something, cause it just, it feels very weighty. Like, you yeah. Said. And when you watch it for that, like hour and a half, two hours, I, I sat there and watched it. And then, all the things he says to his son, I'm like, I wanted to, end, ki- I wanted to kill myself when it was over. Like I wanted I to be, I wanted to be time. dead. I just fucking ball. Like I just, my son's always like, what's wrong, dad? And I'm like, oh, I'm fine. It's all right. <laughs> yeah, it's about a dad and a son. And, and, guy, <laughs> and Guy Pierce shows up at the end. And I love Guy Pierce. He needs guy to be, he needs to be in more stuff. All right, mm. Emily. Well, this is fantastic. Um, your book is coming out on the 28th of February. You can go to your comic shops. You can order it. You can pick it up when it's in there. Get the order code for the second one. Yeah, well, let me find that if I can find it real fast. Uh, I could probably find it if I go to Cookies World. Yeah, we also have uh, – I might be doing some covers, but we have Natasha Altersi doing like uh, covers for all the issues, and then oh. um, we have – she did even if you guys have read that before. Yeah, that's a great fucking it. book, dude. Oh my god, I think okay. it's awesome. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love that book. Um, and then we have for the second issue, we have Philip Suggy doing a variant cover. And he's that's like, cool. Yeah. So yeah, I might be doing some covers. Really, honestly, just depends on if I have time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we have amazing covers for that, and you can pre-order. Just cut whichever cover you prefer. That's fantastic. They have different. They have different numbers, right, for the different covers. Yeah. Okay. They're like very slightly different for each other. Yeah. So I can only find the ones for number two for some reason on Previews World, but for number two, like it's it's like Jan eighteenth, thirteen oh five for Philip Sevy, and then it's like thirteen oh six for Alterisi. So it's they're very similar. Yeah. All right. Well, Emily, thank you so much. And I mean, good luck. And, and this is fantastic. And, you know, you're just, I mean, you, this is wonderful for you, man. So congratulations. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you for being on and, and uh, pump your Twitter and uh, where people can find your art, uh, your, your Twitter, Instagram, whatever, before you leave. Yeah. So my Instagram and my Twitter are the same handle. It's Emishly Art, which is E-M-I-S-H-L-Y. Um, and if you want to follow Vita, she's definitely Vita on both as well. And if you want to see my art, you can go to my website, emlypearsonart.com. That's, you know what? That's a pretty smart website. I mean, I don't know much about the internet, but that's a good that's a good uh, uh, URL, as the kids say. Yeah, I got pretty lucky with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, congratulations. The Wilds will be out on the 28th of February. Emily Pearson, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. That was Emily Pearson. Her book, uh, The Wilds, will be out in February. With writer Um, Vita Ayala. Yes, and colorist uh, Marissa Luis, who, who I think we've met. I think we met Marissa at Heroes a couple of years ago. I know I did. You might not have. I don't think I, I did. But I met her. She's really she's super talented. Um, so yes, yeah, so it's a very talented team they have on this book. It'll be out through Black Mask Studios, and uh, that's that. Issue comes out in February. Yeah, man, February twenty eighth. So pick it up. Get that shit, son. And uh, so yeah, man. How are your holidays, man? It was good. We had family in town. It was fun. Um, didn't do a lot. I was hoping to do more. Uh, I didn't really get a chance to because I was just wrapped up with family stuff. But it was fun. What about you? Yeah, it was pretty all right, man. It could, it could have been better. It could have been worse. But I'm, I'm just going to say this. I'm going to call myself out now because I love our, our Word Brothers listeners. Word Bros listeners. So uh, we're supposed to have a pod on the 21st. Which which is the day after my birthday and yes and, and two days after Bobby's birthday, but I had to work at 4 a.m. So like I'm I'm, I'm gonna give myself that disclaimer. That's right, you crashed out. I forgot I about did, that. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm calling myself out now. I'm calling. Who myself are we supposed out. to have on for that episode? We're supposed to have Tony. So I'm apologizing publicly to Tony Gregory, the artist, yeah. because he is a he's a great guy and I and I like him a lot. 
Um, and we were supposed to have him on. And you flaked I on him, bro. You're making the word bros look bad. I know. I, I know I am. I know. That's why. So well then, but then to be fair, the next week I flaked on uh, – well, I, I guess I gave a little more notice. Matt Horak because I forgot that uh, we had a, an escape room date night thing we were going to. Um, with, with Was that cool? Yeah, we escaped. You did? You got out? We got out, baby. Uh, we got out in – 57 minutes or whatever you get 60 to get out we got out it was fun the escape room thing was more fun than i thought it would be because they have two escape rooms here but i was like it's like 100 bucks to go like it depends on the group size or whatever. yeah but if you split it up i mean if you, yeah, if you split it 20 20 20 bucks a person yeah if you if you and your lady and like mary and drew and you know maybe another couple go it wouldn't be that expensive and it's fun it was it was surprisingly fun well that's awesome though see that sounds great i thought i, I was I thought I was gonna hate it, but I really enjoyed it. Um, it's like it's like solving a mystery, kind of. You got to figure out it, where everything is. Yeah, it, I mean, it was for us. It was just a series of locks. Like we had to solve a mystery to get into a room, and then in order to to get into like the main room, because like you walk into a door and there's like a it's like a stage set. So like there's a stage set of a front door. So you have to solve a mystery to get through the front door to get into the quote unquote house and then when you're in the house it's just a series of locks that you have to open to get a key to get out of the escape room if that makes sense okay so but i mean it, we had fun it was cool you know that's awesome yeah so so my apologies publicly to tony for falling asleep because that's what right, happened man. was we had dinner and then i was I, I felt like i was fully awake i was fine and i tried to watch the kingsman too and um and that's why I blame I blame Mark Miller. For, it's not no, his fault. Kidding. I'm it's kidding. not his no, fault. He didn't even write that. There's not even a Kingsman two comic book. I'm being an ass. I don't even think he listens, so I think we're okay. No, I, I'm sure he doesn't listen. He I, you know what? It's weird you say that. I heard he's a big fan. He he, he does not give a fuck. He, he like he likes the banter. He appreciates the banter. I don't think forth. so. <laughs> think you're lying. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not. I mean, I might be. I'm not really sure at this it, point it's anymore. It's a saga lying cat. Yeah. You were lying. Yes, right? I do not. I understand what that reference means. No, awesome. <laughs> I know. I just thought, I think I'm the only person who hasn't read it. Um, but yeah, so I mean, it happens, man. The holidays, it just gets really busy. So, and as far, the funny part is the episode I released last week was from the beginning of the month. Cause I forgot that I had a recording. So it's like, eh, whatever. I'm gonna, I'm gonna release this. And I did. Okay. So we had an, so we had an episode. Oh, I didn't know we had one. See, that's what I'm saying. Nobody knows we have an episode, so what are we worried about? Oh, yeah. We're just, I mean, we're just I mean, talking to ourselves at this point. I don't even listen to it. So. <laughs> I mean, we're talking to ourselves like a bunch of morons. Well, but we're good at talking to ourselves. Well, I mean, I do it a lot. Surprisingly. I mean, I have fun. Uh, I look forward to talking to you every week. So, it, And then, uh, then having a guest is just like an added bonus. If I look forward to talking to you too, bro, where we can, we can chat like real dudes. <laughs> I don't know about that, but well, we if, have. I have a nice. I mean, I look forward to our phone it's, it's, calls. Yeah, nice little, yeah. We we talk. We talk. Other than this, but but it's not a. It's never as in depth as we get here. I probably talk to you time. more than any other human being. Yeah, I, I would besides agree. my wife. You and, and I talk to you and Paul Gorey the most out of anybody that I know. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I know Paul doesn't listen, so he ain't gonna get all mad about it. But if he does, I'm sorry, Paul. I'm I'm just I'm just funning. So yeah, I talk to you guys more than anybody else because yeah. most of the time I'm at work and I just started putting my Bluetooth speakers in my ears again so I can because I miss phone calls all the time. So I'm like, I need to just. I know. Ear. Well, because I don't realize I don't feel a phone at work, and I and basically our work policy is weird. I can keep my phone on me, but it's got to be on silent, and. If I happen to see the phone call, I'm allowed to answer it, but I'm not supposed to <laughs> if I a certain to amount of time it. on the phone. It's really crazy. I'm like, all right, well, I read it, and I was like, this makes absolutely no sense. I just happened to see this. Yeah, so I was like, whatever. You know, I'm not even going to bother with that. I'm just going to put my Bluetooth speakers in. And then the weird thing is my job takes place in grocery stores, so sometimes people think I'm talking to them. And I think <laughs> watch people's faces as they think you're addressing them with something that we're talking about comics and then – Sometimes I'll curse while I'm in the store, but I'm not cursing loud or anything. And they turn around and they like look at me like I did something horrible. Oh, like, Kevin, that's like bad news. That's you're not get, horrible. You're gonna you're gonna lose your you're gonna be unemployed, baby. You gotta watch that that oh, that yeah. potty mouth of yours, mama. It ain't that bad. I, I especially don't do it when children are around. Yeah, well, you can't do that. I've learned I've learned that. I have one. So. Yeah, yeah. 
can't be swearing in front of that's, you. That's why I go to the bar and watch soccer every week because I, <laughs> I swear in front of the television and I don't, want to, there, I, don't want, I don't want to swear in front of my kids, so I go to the bar and swear at the bar. But well, if there's kids, kid- will call you out on it too. My son, every time I'm in traffic and I say something, I was like, I said fucking moron one day, and I forgot he was back there. He's like, Dad, and I was like, Oops. I only say, I only say, damn or goddamn, and that's it. Other than that, no bad words. Okay, see, I, I try to I, keep I it clean. A fucking moron. So like, <laughs> they heard me, and he and he like called me out. He and I, he was knee deep in the his Nintendo DS game. And I heard dad, like, I was like, Oh shit. So I was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You didn't need to hear that. I only, I only tend to swear at the TV, but it happens. It happens. I swear at other drivers. I I don't have road rage, but I just like, that's a dumb move. Why'd you do that? So anyway, but yeah, well, thanks for listening. Yeah. Thanks for listening to word bros because we're bros who have words, bros. So um so yes thank you for listening and we'll be back next week and uh that's that everybody You're listening to the Word Bros podcast the wordbros.com <laughs>